0: Welcome to episode two of the Crawlcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I'll be joined later tonight by a special guest you can see sitting behind me. (laughs) She's here to talk about something interesting that's happened in our lives this week. Uh, But first, I'm going to go over a couple news articles that I've collected over the course of the week, and then we'll talk about the Jeep Wrangler JL. So stay tuned for that. So I've picked three news articles for tonight. Um, One of them is actually, it's a little bit of an older article, but it was, it popped up in my feed for some reason today, and it's all about how this particular writer feels that the roads are unsafe because vehicles are too safe. And guess what? He blames SUVs. He thinks SUVs are too big. He thinks SUVs are too safe. He thinks that we're all uh, buffered away from the world, and because of that, we all drive worse. I think this guy's never driven a proper pickup or SUV um, instead of the cushy land yachts that we see on the road today. Um, so I recommend reading the article. It's it's kind of an interesting read. The guy is obviously very tilted toward um, smaller vehicles, more economical vehicles. It almost sounds like he has an agenda. So... Um, yeah, check it out. There'll be a link in the notes of the video, or if you're listening via podcast, it'll be in the show notes. So check that out. Uh, the original uh, article was from Outside, Outside Magazine. Uh, it was reshared by um, a link aggregation service called Pocket. That's where I found it, so that's the link I included. The next article for tonight is about the 2020 Jeep Gladiator, and this is from Roadshow by CNET. And uh, the reason I included this is because the writer of the article uh, got his hands on a Jeep Gladiator and decided to write an article about how much fun it was to take the doors off and drive it for the week. Uh, He said that uh, he started out by simply, um, you know, he wanted to take the doors off and see how it was. I guess he'd driven Wranglers before and he'd had the doors off before, but he'd never done it for any extended period of time. So he decided uh, while he had this loner gladiator that he would take the doors off. And uh, he said he was going to do it for like a day or so and then put them back on. And he said he loved it so much that he just couldn't bring himself to put the, the doors back on. So um, to anyone who's driven a Jeep without the doors on, uh, they understand how much fun that really is. And I thought this was a fun article simply because it really sort of uh, validates a lot of the same reasons that the Wrangler has always been this iconic vehicle. Uh, and now that is also true for the gladiator, since the doors are removable, uh, but he says things like uh, he he does complain about things like obviously wind noise because just because of the aerodynamics of the gladiator, he says that he thinks that the wind noise is worse, um, but I mean again doorless you 're going to have a lot of wind right uh He also highlights a lot of the 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 things that we all love about having the doors off simply the the Open-bodied feel, uh, the ability to, to to have an open top feel without actually taking the top off. He didn't take the, the top off of the Gladiator, he just took the doors off. Um, he also highlights this interesting feature that I guess the Gladiator has as an option, which is lockable storage underneath the rear seats. Uh, he did say that the storage was a little inadequate. He just said it wasn't very deep and the, the dividers felt a little bit chintzy, but the idea was that you can lift up the back seat put your valuables in there and then lock it and then leave the vehicle with the doors off and people aren't going to steal your stuff. So that's pretty cool. I thought that was a great feature. I don't know if that's something that's going to come to the Wrangler um, or if the Wrangler has lockable storage other than the console and the dash. Um, but this would be a cool feature if uh, if Jeep hasn't already considered including it. Uh, but yeah, I also recommend reading this article. It was It was an interesting read, mainly because it hit a whole lot of the same points that all of us like about the Wrangler and that doorless feeling. And my last article for tonight is, um, it's from Motor One, which I've never read before, but uh, whatever. I came across this article, um, they're talking about the Jeep Gladiator getting released in Europe. And as many European vehicles do, it's going to come with a diesel, which is something that a lot of people here in the U.S. have been looking forward to uh, in the Jeep Gladiator or the Jeep Wrangler, for that matter, um, the notable thing that I found in this article—it's not a very long article—it's it's basically about the the options and features that that may be different between the Gladiator in the U.S. and the Gladiator uh, overseas. And I'll just read you a quick uh, blurb from this article about the diesel and about an other feature that I was kind of surprised to hear. So the article says Jeep will sell the pickup in Europe. Only with a 3.0-liter V6 turbo diesel, so only a diesel option. It sounds like there's no gasoline option. Uh, they, it also says that the Gladiator is not available in the in Europe yet, but it will be for 2020, probably because they're waiting on this diesel engine. Uh, that is expected to deliver approximately 260 horsepower and 600 newton meters of torque, which translates to 194 kilowatts and 442 pound-feet of torque. It'll be mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission and an all-wheel drive system. I don't think I've seen a Wrangler-based all-wheel drive ever. So that's kind of an interesting thing. That's what I thought was so weird about this. Uh, I don't know if that's a Europe-only thing, or if they're actually going to make all-wheel drive Gladiator pickups, which seems odd. I don't know that I've ever seen an all-wheel drive true pickup, for that matter. Um, So, that'll be interesting. Uh, they say as a standard, yeah, as a standard, and an engine start-stop feature will also be featured. Um, so I guess the diesel is also going to get the engine start-stop that the JL has, uh, or the JL 3.6 liter has. So that's kind of interesting as well. I didn't know diesels could be stopped and started as frequently as gas engines. I thought that was one of the drawbacks to a diesel. Maybe I'm wrong. And that about covers the news, so if you can give me just a moment, I'm going to go back to the waiting screen while we set up for a brief little interview, and I'll explain what the heck that's all about in just a moment. Okay, folks, we're back, and next to me, who's a little off camera at the moment, I have my wife, and the reason she's here is because uh, we, this week, had an interesting little uh, event. So I've I mentioned on the channel briefly, but I haven't shown it to you guys yet because I haven't had a time to actually go out and, you know, get any details. But uh, we bought a four-door Jeep Wrangler about, what, three months ago? April. I think it was April. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we bought the four-door Wrangler and the dealer told us when we bought it that it needed a wheel speed sensor. And I don't want to sound too negative about all this just yet because the dealership is in the process of trying to make this right, but it's been three months and we haven't gotten the wheel speed sensor yet. It was supposed to be in it like a week. Uh, so really what it came down to is someone dropped the ball and then there was a whole bunch of phone tag between me and the dealership. And finally, uh, we had to write them an nasty uh, email to say like, look, we came to you because you had a good reputation and you're kind of soiling that. And then they sort of started falling all over themselves to try to get this fixed. So um, we took the Jeep down there last Thursday, Friday, Not last Friday, this past Friday. And mm-hmm. uh, because of one of the other problems is the front doors are leaking. Anyone who owns a JK may be familiar with this problem because apparently it's common. But anyway, the front doors are leaking and we thought, you know, it'd be nice if they could fix that since we did just buy the dang thing. So we asked them if they could check that and fix the wheel speed sensor. So they had us bring it in on a Friday when their leak expert is there, and we dropped it off in the morning, didn't hear a damn thing from them all day long. Saturday, we called them back, and they didn't touch the Jeep. So they dropped the ball again. <laughs> but they told us, since uh, we have uh, some family things going on that we absolutely need my wife to have a vehicle while I'm at work, um, they told us they'd give us a loaner. So we went down there Saturday to get the loaner, and in the back of my head, I'm like, they're a Jeep dealer. They got, like, 100 Jeeps on their lot. Maybe they'll give her a Jeep Wrangler. That'd be awesome, right? And I thought, ah, there's no way they're going to do it. They're going to give her, like, a some Chrysler four-door sedan or something, right? Well, we walk in there, and we're signing the paperwork, and they bring out the key. You don't have the key on you, do you? No. It's no? In my okay, purse. it's on her purse. Big, big, big yeah, thing. so they, they bring out the key, and I immediately recognize it from videos I've seen and whatever, of the the keyless um key fob for the jeep wrangler jl and i immediately got excited Uh, and then i I don't know if they saw the excitement on my face or not but they they immediately warned us that we're not allowed to take it off road we're not allowed to take the top off we're not allowed to like get into any accidents with it i guess that's not something normal people do with cars huh
1: Let's try and agree with
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm under a lot of limitations, even though I'd love to really go over this whole thing, uh, because the chance of me getting my hands on another JL anytime soon are pretty slim. But we should have it for about a week, so you guys can probably expect a little more video footage out of me. Unfortunately, nothing off-road, even though I'd love to. Um, I may at least look over the top and see how it works, just because I'm really curious, um, and some of the interior stuff that's different between the, the JL and the JK, I'm probably going to go over. But I thought for tonight, and the reason my wife is standing here so patiently, is I thought it'd be fun to get her take on this Jeep as compared to other Jeeps that she's driven. Now, she's driven my Jeep, which is a 2005 Wrangler Unlimited with the 4.0 and an automatic. Uh, she's had her, She had her own four-door JK, Back in 2013, which we traded in in 2014 or 15. Yeah, after we hit Harper. On a different vehicle um, because we were, well, I won't go into that. that uh, <laughs> and and now she has another 2014 Jeep Wrangler JK. Uh, she also drove my old Cherokee. You never drove my YJ because that was manual, right? Yeah. I you were a, in it plenty, though. I had
1: a manual.
0: Yeah, she had a manual TJ for a little while, but she's not big on manuals, so that didn't last long. Um, but anyway, the point is that uh, she's got a little bit of experience with different models of Jeeps, and she's not a Jeep nut. Like, she's not, like, crazy Jeep like I am. Mm-hmm. So to me, the Jeep JL is this, like, awesome feat of greatness. And to the average driver, it might be something different, and I thought it'd be cool to get her perspective. Mm-hmm. So I've prepared a handful of little questions, but I thought we'd just kind of go back and forth about your impressions on mm-hmm. on the the JL and stuff. So first of all, just generally, how do you like it?
1: I love just, it. Um you know, it, it has pickup and speed, you know, um drives great, you know, very comfortable for a soft top. It's not even loud. Like it's you don't hear the wind flapping or or anything like that, so like I can talk to people without feeling like I'm screaming at, to talk to people like I do in your Jeep.
0: Yeah, it is a very it is a very quiet soft top. And it has, I don't know if this is standard on the JL now, but let's move this so that it doesn't get knocked over. I don't know if this is standard on the JL now, but the soft top that's on it looks very similar to what was the premium soft top on the JK. I don't know if that's just what all the JLs come with now, uh, but they used to have like a canvas one and then that that like uh, soft touch mm-hmm. one, which is what's on there now. Uh, maybe that's just standard now. Anyway. Um, okay, so comfort-wise, it seems cool. You like the interior?
1: I do. You know, the seats are very... Um very sturdy, um, in and out. I prefer the cloth over the, the leather though. <laughs> Sorry. I get stuck on your leather. I hate it. Oh, on
0: mine. Right. Yeah. yeah mine has aftermarket <laughs> leather covers on the seats that you were in it when I got it. So yeah, you, yeah. if you have shorter shorts on, yeah. you kind of get stuck to them. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the thing I noticed most other than the fact that the inside is so much Cleaner and and modernized compared to the JK or anything before it mm-hmm. um, is how responsive the throttle is. Oh yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your first impression when you got into that thing <laughs> at the dealership?
1: Uh, well, I kind of hit the gas and I took off. Did you, <laughs> real, have you chirped the tires at all? No. No, thank God. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> um, but. It definitely, like, I barely have to touch that pedal, and I'm going where my four-door, I do have to give it a little bit more gas, but I think that might be addressed, considering some of the issues that were addressed to us while so we're well at I, the dealership.
0: So I, I had followed her down to the, well, I took her down to the dealership and followed her home, and I'll say I had trouble keeping up with her <laughs> in my Jeep. Now, obviously, my Jeep is not exactly <laughs> a Roadster. Um, you know, the four o auto 33s with... Uh, 373 gears. It's not like it has a ton of get up and go, um but it does with the 4.0. That thing, I mean, well you've I remember you you drove my Cherokee one day and that was one of the first things you said to me was that you hit that gas and it practically spins the tires because yeah. that 4.0 has so much torque when you yeah. hit the gas. Yeah. Uh that's one thing I if there were if there was one thing I didn't like about the JK, the four door that you have and mm-hmm. the old four door for that matter is that when you hit that gas There's a hesitation. There's a very, very slight delay before it really
1: picks up and go. Like I feel like it kind of bucks you a little bit and then you go where this one, like it literally throws you back in your seat and when you take off.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if other people had that same problem or if it's just me from driving manual throttles for so long, you know, the, the, the TJ, the YJ that I had before, they're all cable driven throttles and I think the JK is electronic throttle and I always thought that was it. I thought there was just a slight delay, whether it was for fuel economy or whatever—I don't know. That just us—you hit that gas pedal, and it—it's half a second, mm-hmm. just barely noticeable, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that always frustrated me. But the the JL does not have that, mm-hmm. except in one case. You want to talk about how odd it was the first time that engine shut off on you?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually today. Um, I was coming home from a meeting, and I had my my y- youngest daughter with me. And we pulled up to an intersection and a line of cars were coming and I couldn't make the turn yet. So I we were just sitting there and it was probably no more than two or three minutes. And I finally got a chance to go and I was like, Why am I stalled for a second and then it took off? I was like, What's wrong with my vehicle? This isn't right, it's not mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so nobody mentioned when we picked this thing up that it has the auto start stop feature. I knew it existed, but I was not thinking of it. And I, I got to drive the thing for the first time tonight because I had to pry the keys out of my wife's hand here. <laughs> Literally. Um, and uh, I noticed it. I just went for a short drive just to see how things worked. And I, I stopped to make a turn. And I was stopped just long enough that it decided to turn off the engine. And the moment I let off the brakes, it started back up again. And I noticed it exactly. I knew exactly what it was when it happened. But for you, of course, you had had no no idea idea that was a feature.
1: Yeah, I had no clue that it... it it scared me. I'm thinking, what's wrong? And you know, because it hesitated for just that second, I thought, oh lord, I don't need an accident.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, the the concern the concern was, is there something wrong with this thing yeah. that they've that they've loaned us? And that's that's not the case. Um, and they have
1: an A. Like it does show up yep, on the yep. The it dash shows up shows up for on the dash an, an A.
0: You know. Okay. So uh, we kind of covered. You think it's comfortable? Comfortable for a Jeep?
1: It is comfortable for a Jeep, but I prefer my four-door um, just because of having a family. Um, it is very tight between the front seat and um, the back seat. Like, if yeah. if you have a lot of luggage, you're not getting anything in there. Yeah. Um, being that, you know, we do have a, a five-year-old who likes to kick seats, and you will be constantly <laughs> kicked because it's not... It's not a family car. I prefer my four door where I can get the kids in and out. I don't have to worry about moving the seat. I have a lot more room in the back where I can definitely um put all their luggage and you know, especially our luggage when we are, or my, yeah, right. my luggage when we go to Disney
0: right. yeah, right. It's, <laughs> I'll have a duffel bag of like three things, and she'll have
1: five luggages,
0: uh, yeah. so <laughs> i've I've mentioned before on the channel that I used to have a two door j k myself um that i eventually got rid of i traded it for the LJ and part of that reasoning was we had our youngest daughter who's not popping into the screen at the moment uh <laughs> on the way and getting uh infant carrier in and out of the back of a two door wrangler is almost impossible yeah uh so that was part of the reasoning and it was just an expensive jeep
1: and the seats aren't easy to move up like they don't move up like your do's where your yours folds up so you have more room they, you actually have to slide this they
0: actually do they do, but maybe you didn't see it. I it took me a second to notice. Did you notice? There's a clip on the shoulder of the, and
1: that's what I did. I cl- oh, okay. I it does fold forward, and it moves forward, but you can't push it up like yours does. Oh, okay. Like where I, you would, would grab it on the bottom, yeah. and then it would flip up, so you had a bigger gap. Right. Like the kids so, are like having to step on the seat to kind of get out a little bit, and then I'm like pulling them out, you know, to get to get them out. So it's not. It's not kid friendly for for sure.
0: So one of the things I do want to do while we have this thing is I want to see how hard it is for an adult to get in and out of the back seat. <laughs> it's not me. I want to see <laughs> how much. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll climb in and out. <laughs> it's not me. I want to. I want to see like how much space there is behind that back seat. How hard it is to tumble the There's seat. Not, that kind of stuff. There, I, I don't think there would be
1: because I'm not kidding you. Like I can literally lean it back and just put my my purse right there, yeah. and I can grab it. I haven't bags for my kids. I mean.
0: I haven't even looked back there yet. So. You know,
1: I mean, it is lifted, you know, this one, because mom, I had to push mom in the car.
0: Oh, so is it? it did. She, to yeah, yeah, okay, she still had tall for her. Yeah, she still had to step in. Her, her mother is older, she's retired, and at the moment, she's fighting cancer, which is one of the reasons that we, we needed to make sure we had a vehicle for her, because she's taking her to appointments and stuff. So that's actually worth... Mentioning older people still, still do have trouble getting in and out of this yeah. vehicle. I was hoping that wouldn't be the case. But
1: this doesn't have runners either. Right. there's step no, runner. There's no sidesteps. Where we do on the four-door.
0: Right. So, the Okay. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Oh, how would you compare the Jeep Wrangler, two-door or four? I mean, imagine the JL, except with more room, right? So imagine mm-hmm. imagine all the features you've got on this thing, but with all the room you have in your JK. How would you compare that to other SUVs that you've seen, maybe that your friends have, or like whatever? Like, do you feel like it's, it's on par quality-wise and comfort-wise, or do you feel like it's still sort of an enthusiast's thing?
1: Um, if I could compare it to when I drove my Nissan, Um, pathfinder right um the pathfinder was definitely smoother you know you didn't feel the bumps as hard you know you know but it was aerodynamic you know it was designed for families you know and and
0: car rides for someone who enjoys a more rugged vehicle i will say that pathfinder rode really well it It, was great for car trips i drove it all the way to louisville from pennsylvania and it was great i mean
1: And, I mean, the room alone was fantastic, you know, because we could fit seven in that. But it was too big. Like It was too big for me.
0: Yes. I mean, some SUVs are big is what it comes down to, right?
1: But this was, like, more of, like, a minivan kind of big. And, yes, it was four-door, but you still had to treat it, like, that back seat, like, a two-door. Because you still had to move the seat up and Mm -hmm. get the kids in the back. the third row. Yeah, definitely. Um, But... Otherwise, I do feel like the four door does compete in in the sense that, um, for a family car, it it works. It really does work for yeah. us. You doesn't, know?
0: it doesn't seat seven people like the Pathfinder. No, did, but there's but only a family of four. For, for a family us, of four, it's you know, it's fine. And, and you, I'm not you, watching you can thirteen certainly, kids
1: anymore. <laughs> you can certainly
0: fit three kids in the back seat. I don't know if you'd want to put three adults back there. Yeah,
1: and considering all our kids do their sports you know, between soccer and yeah. you know, coaching yeah. us, you know, and them and and everything, it. I can throw all the gear back there, plus snacks and everything else, you know. And we enjoyed taking our the last four-door to the drive-in. It was comfortable mm-hmm. and watching. That was fun. That was fun. You know, the, the movies, you know, we can sit in the back, pop the, the, the back open, and just kids liked sleeping out on it, you know. They had a good time. So I, I do think it has its benefits, you know. It probably won't fit everybody, <laughs> you know, but I, I enjoy it.
0: Well, it just means that we're not going to get wrangled into being the bus to take people places anymore like we were when you had the Pathfinder. Yes,
1: I'm like, oh, darn, I can't fit all those kids. Sorry. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) But now my kids have soccer balls and, you know, and dance gear and Girl Scouts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're
0: busy. All right. So do you have any other thoughts about the... The nice, shiny Wrangler, are, are we going to be able to give it back at the end of the week? I'll cry. Or are you going to...
1: I mean, I love the way putting it into gear. Mm-hmm. I like that it doesn't like buck like mine does. The thing is smooth. It, it is just smooth to goes shift. right in. I just have to get used to that backup camera. I
0: can't use that thing or nothing. Yeah, I mean, backup Ooh. cameras in general are hard to get used to, but I'm sure you would get used to it. And I mean, remember, you can always ignore the backup camera and just back up the way you always did. Yeah, I mean, I do. I you just still have, have to, your mirrors. And I, well,
1: I don't know how to fix the the mirror on the window. Really? I I feel like if I move I it it's it. going to
0: break. Okay. So well, it's we'll have really to look at that. <laughs> oh, that's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um the radio. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had any success with it, but when we picked it up at the dealership, we couldn't get your phone to work with it.
1: I still can't find the you connect. It cannot connect.
0: So Um, we both have iPhones and I mean, that's a, that's like the bar to hit. If you've got an electronic device that talks Bluetooth to play media, it better work with iPhone. And as far as I know, this thing's supposed to work with iPhone.
1: But I got it to work to play my music.
0: You did get it to work to
1: play music? Yeah. I just put it on the aux and it now it plays.
0: I thought you said you could make phone calls, but not music.
1: I could, but then I had, I couldn't do any of that other stuff and then it, dropped me out, so I had to de- delete my device, and now I can't get my device back on. I c- it doesn't even come up with the Uconnect anymore.
0: So, yeah, that's that's kind of my point, right? Like, this should be really easy it's with an pain. iPhone, and it's not... I mean I, I used Androids for years and I, I got used to the fact that I was a second class citizen <laughs> and every device was designed to work with iPhone and if it worked with Android you were lucky. Mm-hmm. Um and it seems like this has been tricky to try to get it to work with an iPhone even. So I would hate to see what would happen if you try to pair an Android to it.
1: But um, my Ford door it, it paired fine.
0: Yeah, but I can't pair mine to it. It won't work. No, it's right. You so can't. At any rate, um, Chrysler isn't exactly known for their quality electronics, so maybe this is not news to anybody. But I'm. The touchscreen? Yeah, the touchscreen is nice. I I seem to be having trouble trying to get this stuff to to, to pair. And literally, this was five minutes of work before she drove home. Maybe we'll spend a little bit of time with it and make it work. And And it's also a loner, so it doesn't really matter.
1: No. And, and the Sirius works in it and I can yeah. play my phone. I, 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 it was literally a fluke that I got it to work. Yeah. And the, I just hit the media button so many times and it popped up and it and it connected enough that it even shows me the album. Hmm.
0: And the it's, I'll say the speakers are nice, too. It sounds really nice.
1: Holy cow. It, it like I was pulling into the my meeting this morning and it, yeah. he's like. What are you trying to blow us out of the, the area? I'm like, my literally, my volume's only at 10. Yeah, that's where the four door, I'm like at 20 and I'm that's like, thing. barely hear it.
0: That's a thing that people that aren't used to driving soft tops don't realize is that outside of your car, everyone can hear what's on your stereo.
1: She's like, I thought you were pumping the music for us. And I was like, sorry. I didn't know it got that loud. It didn't, it doesn't sound that loud. And, you know, but when I stopped, I'm like, wow, that's really loud. And I'm like turning it down. And that's when Amy looked at me and she's like, um, are you trying to play? us music or what or thump is <laughs> up because she's like your bass was seriously going.
0: <laughs> yeah it does sound I I'll have to check. Maybe I'll see if I can get the VIN and pull up a window sticker and see if, yeah. if it has an upgraded sound system or not because it does sound nice. And if that's just the stock sound system that's actually pretty impressive. It is
1: it's really nice. Like it's and there's no static or anything in the background. Mm-hmm. You know it's really, really nice that I like the push start.
0: Yeah push button mm-hmm. start is nice. First mm-hmm. time a Wranglers had push button start which is like amazing that it
1: And it's rubber. You mm-hmm. notice that? Is it it's a rubber, and, well, yeah, that's, and you barely push it in. That's, where,
0: that's so it's water resistant.
1: Because remember my Nissan, like you had to completely push the button yeah, in yeah, to so start there, it.
0: That's that's worth mentioning. The interior of this thing is meant to be water resistant in the same way that all the mm-hmm. older Jeeps were. I'll be so. there,
1: baby. All Sorry. right,
0: so I think we've covered that pretty well, and the kids are practically banging down the door, so I think we're going to have to call it a night <laughs> for tonight, folks. So expect, <laughs> expect a little more uh, Jeep Wrangler JL content out of me. I'm actually kind of excited to cover the two-door because most reviews that you see are covering the four-door because that's the more popular model. Uh, I haven't seen anything about like, oh, how does the seat tumble? And how do you take the seat out and stuff? I'm, I'm going to try those things out and just see how it works.
1: Are you going to pry it out of my hands? Yeah, right,
0: right. So some evening yes. this week, Only if, I can, if I can get it away from you, I'll, I'll have to record a couple of videos on it. So no off-road, though. I'm still bummed about that.
1: And you can't take the top off either?
0: Can't take the top. I might anyway. Hey,
1: what is on the um, on the visor? There was three buttons. What's that Oh, for? that's
0: because you can program that to open your garage door. Isn't that cool? Manstick. They thought of everything, those Jeep engineers. All right, folks. So I think we're going to call it a night. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you're listening in audio, um, thank you for downloading and listening to the show. Um, anybody who wants to check this thing out, video, uh, just look up my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash and uh, hit that subscribe button so you know when I go live because so far it hasn't been at a set time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. It's called children. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got. I'll figure out. I'll figure out a rhythm for this thing so that I can fit it in reliably each week. Uh, but since it's a new thing, you know, yeah, right. gotta work that out. So anyway, good night, folks. Thanks night. for watching, and we'll catch you maybe in a week if I can. So good night.
1: Good night.